Welcome to the family with Dr. Basham, MD, Hackmaster. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to find out because I don't know what is the oldest town in the state of Minnesota. Anybody know? Isn't it Ely? We're going to find out. We'll be right back to find out next with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. What is it? going to say what's that the the cheap version of tubular bells what the hell was that <laughs> no. i thought it was like an intro to a like no. allergy commercial oh we just need we need some loving music to cleanse our palate of ghosts of lucy i had a very profound experience with lucy you did did she punch you no um i had an emotional gut punch with her what happened um, well, we were doing an investigation, and I had what's called an SLS camera. An SLS camera is, if you know, if you're familiar with Xbox, Xbox came out with Xbox Connect, where mm-hmm. it was this thing that would put out beams of light so it could map you in, so you could like interact with the screen. You know, what I'm really? Saying? Yeah. So like, if you, it was like they would have like a Michael Jackson experience game where you can dance with Michael and it would map your movements to make sure that you were doing the same dance moves that he was so doing. So if you're young enough, would he take a run at you? <laughs> <laughs> he would sit there and give you the eye during yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so uh, Bill Chappell, uh, which is good friends with, yep. with Dave, who creates a lot of this ghost hunting equipment, he created the SLS camera, and there's a tablet that's attached to it. So when you pan into the room, it'll, it can map in head, shoulders, knees, and toes with a stick figure. And so, like, if I point at you, it would map you in as a stick figure. But now, if you're picking up an anomaly, something that you can't physically see, but all of a sudden you'll see it map in head, shoulders, knees, and toes. You'll see legs. You'll see a, you know, it's oh, like a okay. stick, stick figure. So they think that that's picking up spirits because they're, they're giving off some type, like the, the light is getting interrupted with these lasers that beam out. Well, I was using it, and I, I was panning it in the bathroom, and I was standing off to the side because if I panned it right in the bathroom, if I stood directly on, it would map me in because there's a mirror there. So I stood off to around the corner, and I was like this, so it couldn't map my body in. All of a sudden, a little figure popped up on the, on the sink. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, and then I said, if, if there is somebody here with us, can you please raise your right hand? All of a sudden, the right hand on the stick figure went up. Really? And I'm like, oh, okay. 
I said, Lucy, is that you? Can you please raise your right hand? The right hand went up again. I'm like, okay, I'm interacting with Lucy. And a lot of times, every time Lucy seems to appear in, in room 17, another stick figure always comes in when you're using an SLS camera. And they believe that is Raymond. Raymond is an asshole, ghost. He's a jerk. Okay. And they think he was probably maybe her pimp or oh. something like that. Because he always seems, and Lucy does not like this ghost. And when I was standing there, all of a sudden, the two figures started like intertwining with each other. And at first, somebody thought that they were dancing. I said, they're not dancing. Well, slugfest. Well, I, I'm empathic. I can sense people's emotions. I absorb people's emotions. And I also do that with ghosts. And all of a sudden, I felt this in, uh, fear. And it wasn't my fear. I wasn't afraid. And it looked like the stick figure was choking Lucy. And I immediately got defensive. I'm like, get your hand. I started yelling. It was like involuntary. I started yelling. But then um, we went down to the next floor. And all of a sudden, I was standing there. And I physically fell back into the wall because it felt like somebody threw a wet blanket of emotion at me. And all of a sudden, I was feeling all these feelings that weren't mine. And I, don't, and I started bawling and, like, heaving and crying like I was having a panic attack. And I don't know where it came from. And I think that was possibly Lucy trying to let me know what she was going through or trying to communicate with me or something. I don't know. I've never had anything like that ever happen to me before. Um, Dave had a similar, well, not that part, but, like, one time he was using the SLS camera in there. And his friend was sitting in the chair, and she had just lost her grandmother. And all of a sudden, the stick figure came and sat next to her and in the other chair. You could see it sit down. And then um, she was talking about how she lost her grandmother. All of a sudden, you see the stick figure put her, put her hand on her leg like she was patting her, like, it's okay. you know. And then all of a sudden, this other stick figure, which we think is Raymond, came crawling up from the ceiling around the overhang from the bathroom into the bedroom and immediately the other stick figure stood up and got in front of her friend like she was protecting her because it's like like I said I don't think Lucy likes this Raymond character and I just tell Raymond to shut up you know whenever I'm there I'm like you don't get to bother me I tell him that but yeah it's very bizarre but you have in order for you to really get the experience you have to do it you have to be there you have to use the equipment uh, maybe I'll pass on this Palmer trip yeah no it's 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 fun it we have a good time doing it and yeah you have some weird things happen to you I've been touched and in an unclean fashion? No, no, no. <laughs> just well, an wait, it was Michael Jackson thing, I was wondering. Well, I was well, talking yeah, about it with Jessamy. The first time I ever had an experience at all was at the Palmer House. And I was standing there, I was doing the, the mirror scrying, the psychomantium experiment. And I could feel like this, some, you know when you somebody comes right up to your face, like if you're sleeping, but you sense somebody's there? Yes. And you'll open your eyes? Mm-hmm. That's how it felt for me. And it was like right here, like I could sense somebody there, but nobody was there. And it had that, it wasn't like evil or mean, but it had that mischievous, like jerky feeling to it. And I could feel it getting closer and closer and closer. All of a sudden, I could, I felt like this, not breath, but like this kind of pressure in my ear. And all of a sudden it went, you go girl. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? Because <laughs> I was thinking it was going to say, like, get out or something. Yeah. But it t- and it sounded like a guy trying to sound like a chick, like a drag queen. What? I, I know, right? How only much were you I, drinking? Only, oh, nothing. Man, take the whole pill. Take no, the nothing. whole pill in the morning. I'm like, of course, I would get the drag queen ghost. Well. But it told me, you go, girl. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did it just tell say that to me? I was so that, like, what? But that's that's a so these ghosts keep current? I, I Apparently so. Okay. They like to be trendy. But see, we, you don't know where that ghost was from. I don't know. I don't know who it was. All I know is he whispered, you go girl, in my ear, and it was bizarre. That's it. But, this yeah. is a Palmer House, too. Yes, this was at the Palmer House. Ralphie at the Palmer House. Come on, House. Ralph. Nah. You got to do it. Oh, man. man. All right. Well, we'll work on them. No, no, no. <laughs> let's get back to this. Guy. I don't be a skeptic here, but mm-hmm. you can't take pictures of ghosts. Some people said they have. I mean, there's been times where you see some type of apparition, like, it, and it's usually come in photos. It's usually either a, a shadow person, like a dark mass, 
or it's like kind of this wispy white kind of smoky look to it um I mean, there's been some that okay. that look like you can like see a facial features and stuff, but those to me seem a little skeptical. Like, you know, even the old timey photographs, you could impose images on other images by developing the oh, film. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so um, some of them, you know, I I know they're faked. You know, there's many people who fake stuff, and now they have like these apps. Um, like ghost apps where you would take a picture and you just see like a creepy face in the corner. But then people will send them to Dave saying, look at the guy. He goes, I know that's not, that's fake. That's from an app. I have the same image. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You know, I mean, people do that stuff all the time. Cause Why? They, I don't know. Well, I they, don't know. They want, they want, they want to be. They want to be involved. They want to be no, part yeah, of, the, my favorite, of a sensing person. <laughs> my favorite one. This this person sent a photo to Dave, and she's like, "You got to see this. This is the most fabulous picture of a ghost apparition you've ever seen." And and he she sends it, and it's like this. It's like from the chest up. It's you can tell it's James Dean. And she's like, isn't it incredible? He goes, that's the cardboard cutout of James Dean standing in the... And she's, no, it's not. No, I mean, she was adamant to say it wasn't, but it would, clearly it was James Dean's oh, cardboard God. cutout stuck in a window. Oh, you know, so, I mean, it's just things like that. But I'm a skeptical believer. Everything that I experience, I try and explain away as something that's not supernatural or paranormal. You know, like, I'm like, okay, is there wind outside or is there an open vent somewhere or, you know, things of that nature. I'm, I'm always skeptical, but when I have experiences that I can't explain, I don't know what else to call it other than paranormal. So. I just call it Francine. She's at the house watching <laughs> over the gate you got right Francine now. Up? Yep. Oh, good. Francine's ready to go. It's windy out, though. I don't She's, know. I know. I got it battened down in a couple of different <laughs> spots. You got her Francine up? Francine's out. Nice. Fawn will be excited when I come over on Sunday. Only nine days of Francine, and then it's Tom Turkey. Fawn needs to decide what to be for Halloween. She doesn't know yet? I thought she she was going to be a robot. She keeps changing her mind. First it was robot, Mm -hmm. and then it was Buzz Lightyear. And then great grandma. She wants to be Betty. Wants to be be Betty. Betty Okay, well, that that makes sense. And then she's Mermaid, and now she's on Elsa. Oh, my God. Have you seen those... Those Halloween costumes when little kids dress up as old people? No, but I Love was it. so hoping that oh, she would want to so be cute. my great my grandma because that would be awesome. They're so cute. Oh, they are. Because what they'll do is they'll like take a, like a little stocking cap or a little kid's cap and they glue like white cotton balls over it. So then when they put yeah. it on, it looks like they have white curly hair. And they'll put like little glasses on them and a little dress and like a really? little locker. Oh, oh my God, God, they're adorable. Yeah, very cute. I suppose they would be adorable. I saw yes. one where two little, I think they were maybe twins, a boy and a girl. They dressed them up as uh, Ellie and Carl from Up. Oh, yes. oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. cute. Oh, God. They have walkers. That would have been so fun. <laughs> yeah, you can make a walker out of um, know, but if you have, paper no, towel rolls. But, but you have to be sensitive. You have a walker, and, the, and you go to someone's house, you knock on the door, you're in the walker, the person answers the door with the walker. Is that being, they might trigger oh. somebody. You might trigger. No. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> some old person's going to get mad at some cute little kid walking around with a walker. They don't deserve to hand out candy. That movie Up was phenomenal. Oh, I love so that movie. Freaking the good. great movie. Dan and I watched it on our third date. Did you really? I was like, I can't hang out with you unless you've seen Up. <laughs> it's a great movie. It was a really good movie. Up. Another one was Inside Out. That was really good. That, that was, was really, really good, good. too. Oh, yeah. I saw that a couple times in theaters. Uh, yeah, I saw that with Brittany and you guys, and Brittany started tearing up at that one scene. I did, too. Well, because well, it was kind of... Brit, um, Brit, candy ass. Well, it was kind That's of... That's what they call her. Yeah, that, that movie was kind of geared for autistic. Children. Yeah, it was, yeah. And absolutely. this was kind of around the time my oldest son was just diagnosed with autism and we were trying to explain to him what it was and stuff like that and i was very open and honest with him about what who he is as a person you know you're he's got they diagnosed him with autism with high high functioning autism with asperger's now they just kind of congealed everything together onto the spectrum but um 
And it was so cute because when we left the theater, he goes, Mom, I love that movie. Movie, And I said, oh, what was your favorite part? He goes, I don't know. I just like how my feelings have a face now. <laughs> it was just so Very, cute. My feelings have a face now. Yeah, because each character, you know, is a That's feeling. A good idea. Yeah. I like that. I thought it was a cute observation coming from him. Indeed. There's nothing like it, being around little kids, being all happy about that. That thing on Sunday was unbelievable. Those kids had so much fun. It was oh amazing. Gosh. Seavers Fall Festival. Seavers Fall Festival. And thank you, by the way, to the listeners out there. It was the guy at the ticket booth. We walk up there, and Catherine goes, oh, look, Tom, they have senior admission. I'm like, yeah, settle down. I'll get a regular one. And the guy in the booth goes, yes, Mr. Bernard, you need a senior ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like, a hey, smart-ass listener, that's all I need. What a nice guy, though. Yeah, big listener to the show. And there, there were a couple other guys out there. It was very, very nice. But uh, I tell you what, we watching a three-and-a-half-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old go through that Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping on the bouncy pillows and going on the little trains and doing that was the yeah. corn pit was a oh, huge hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, always God. fun. Huge he lived in the corn pit. Sage was like doing this crawling thing where he looked like he was it like was in the hilarious. desert. <laughs> it was hilarious. Because there was a slide at the I'm end, thirsty. so he could slide into <laughs> it. So he just, yeah, he's like because <laughs> he couldn't really walk in it because it was so deep and his legs yeah, are so hilarious. short so he's just slowly trying to get to the and he just as he was doing he kept going that that he's <laughs> trying to get there yeah. to the mirage yeah. exactly the mirage yeah. slide there's a key uh, the, the sensuality of that i think is lost on adults because you're not in there because it feel it's a sensation on your skin and hands yeah. oh we were but, in there oh we but, were in there but the other part is we the, the, the fragrance yeah, mm-hmm. the fragrance of the corn, too, yeah. Of the corn, yeah. Of the corn and the true. green is really rich experience. Well, it just it feels wonderful. really like cool on your skin, and it's yeah, like it's a Smooth. sensory activity. Yeah, How about your mom? I was like, I could live in. I made a corn angel. How about your mom? <laughs> Do you hear about what hurt? So we're at the corn pit and doing this. We all get she home and all the rest of it. Her... She takes a shower, looks down. There's three kernels of corn <laughs> in the drain. I'm like, where were those? <laughs> They stick to you. It's like when yeah, you go to the beach. That's where they were. Were you doing? Did you do the? Here's your winner. <laughs> Here, yeah, here's your winner. Three yeah. kernels of corn up her butt. I got home and took a shower too, and yeah, I like as I was. Yeah, it's just like corn stuck to like your back and your butt, and it just goes. Uh, it's just like phenomenal. I said, it's in everywhere. Yeah, it's like going to the beach. You dig so everything off, and there's sand yeah. everywhere. So much fun. I kept that was staring my mom because I had gray socks on, and so I'd stick my foot under. Under the corn, and I'd like just stick the tip of my toe, and I go, ah! <laughs> it was a mouse. <laughs> we'll be back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCHAP Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet. 
with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. The ghosts like this music. No, this is called, this is from Corn. <laughs> oh, Corn Up Your Butt. Their new album's called Corn Kernels Up Your Butt. Corn Crap. Starring <laughs> Catherine Brand. Be Corn phenomenal. Crack. Okay, so, okay, you already guessed that Ely was the oldest town in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. What yeah. Is, so, yeah. Alex, what do you get? Uh, Joe from Louisville guesses Pig's Eye, which is now St. Paul. I'm sure it's a town I've never heard of in my life. Duluth. You're not going to even guess. You're going Duluth? I'm going to go. Grand Marais. Grand Marais? Yeah. No, Grand Portage. Grand Portage. I'm going with Grand yeah, Portage. Grand good. Portage, and you're going with what? How go, I'm going so to Ely, with, Grand Portage. I'm going to go with Duluth. Duluth. And I'm going to go with, for some reason, Sleepy Eye keeps sticking in my head, and I don't know why. Maybe so you've we got, heard of this before, and it's. How about Kansas? Can, you know the oldest town in Kansas? Leavenworth. <laughs> that's not. You don't want to be one of the first people to live in Kansas. Then I'll no. tell you. That. You know that's where Tom Petters is. He's in Leavenworth. He's in Leavenworth. Oh really? What did he, he pissed say? off somebody. I'll tell oh, you that. Man. He sent yeah. to Leavenworth. Holy Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, by the way, uh, for uh, for Joe from Louisville, Kentucky, the oldest town in Kentucky is Harrodsburg, established 1774, Harrodsburg, Kentucky. So he wanted to know that. We're getting now to Louisiana. We got Maine. We got Maryland. We got Massachusetts. We How about got Pennsylvania? Michigan. What do you got, Pennsylvania? Okay, we got Minnesota. It, oh, nobody even came close. But it does make total sense when you think of it. Established in 1830, the oldest town in Minnesota is Wabasha. Oh. Right there on the river. That makes total sense. Grumpy old men. Grumpy old men. Are they from Wabasha? Yeah, that was, I think, yeah, the town was, it was supposed to be met in Wabasha, Minnesota, I believe. I don't know. I love I that movie, know. though. That was no, a great really movie. movie. That was a great movie. There's no doubt about that. Okay, you wanted to know Pennsylvania? Yeah. All right, I'm on New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's boring. The so, oldest town in Pennsylvania is Philadelphia. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, oh, you, can't you come up that's with a, a scam? What was Minnesota again? I already forgot. Wabasha. Oh, Wabasha. There you go. Yeah, Wabasha. Well, where's Sleepy Eye? Is Sleepy Eye down by Wabasha? Was I even close? No idea. I know where Sleepy Eye is. I'll Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. I have no idea where Sleepy Eye is, but for some reason I was thinking it was Sleepy Eye. But I don't know what to tell you. Ooh, I got to check out Rhode Island because it's about the size of a quarter. So, uh, so the oldest town in Rhode Island would be Providence. It's the only town in Rhode. 1636. Jesus, I didn't know that, but I suppose it's out there on the East Coast, baby. So, what'd you find out? Where's Sleepy Eye, Minnesota? Sleepy oh. Eye is about. Oh, I can't tell really how far away, but um, it's just west of New Orleans. Yep. And you Just know west of New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you know, you, it's it's about southwest of Lesur. Right. Well, it's that close. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah. Seward's not that far. Yeah, it's probably. Uh, I would probably say it's about an hour and a half drive from here. That's cool. Roughly, maybe two. And and why do you think Wabasha would be the oldest town in Minnesota? It's on the river, but it's there's another reason. Oh, it's not shipping? All the logging was coming down yeah, out the of logging, uh, yeah. northwestern yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, Eau Claire, yep. Chippewa Falls <laughs> Makes would sense. come down the river, and it got to the Mississippi there and probably shipped out from there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so Wabasha and Sleepy Eye are not close together. Oh, uh, yeah, I got, to, I got it the first time around, sister. <laughs> Tom, you're an idiot. They're not even close. You're wrong. Wrong as usual. But Can't it looks like a very quaint town. What, Sleepy Eye? No, Wabasha. Wabasha is a nice town. Yeah, they got like those. It is a really nice town. Paddle river boats so you can go on the river. And... It's right on 61, right? Highway yeah. 61. Yeah. Because that's, uh, you know why Wabasha is famous in my life? 
Why? Because when I drove straight through from uh, Palm Beach to Minneapolis-St. Paul without stopping, mm-hmm. I started seeing palm trees in Wabasha. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. Ooh, that, time it, to go to bed, Tommy. Time, I, I, was, <laughs> we, I was driving back from, uh, and this was, this was not on psychedelics, I was driving back from Pennsylvania to uh, Arizona. They were going through uh, southern Colorado, and when, when one of them... Uh, mountains or hills next to me sprouted legs and started to crawl. Oh, yeah. I said, time for a rest. Time to pull over at the nearest hotel. I have never been that tired to where I start hallucinating. It's the first time I've ever done it. I just fall asleep. (laughs) Maybe that's how you were at the Palmer. No, I wasn't sleep deprived at the Palmer house, baby. Sleep deprived. I love that. I will tell you when I got home, though, I mm-hmm. went down to my to my because I still hadn't slept in like thirty five hours or something like that, Ugh. and I get down, go down to my studio in the house and I go up to Catherine and go, "Why is the ceiling sinking in there?" And she goes, "Would you go to bed?" <laughs> I <laughs> mean, to go to sleep. She's like, "Just go to sleep. Go and go to bed." So for ridiculous. God's sake. I mean, I've been tired to the point where I'm overly tired and I can't fall asleep. Oh, like, I I'm, hate that so oh, much. You're I like, can't so tired, you. but I can't go to sleep. You I hate it. Crying because <laughs> I've had insomnia. I suffered from insomnia bad as a teenager. Yeah, me too. Oh, well, I was, my, I was in my twenties actually. Started when I was nineteen. Remember the day, December 10th, 1970. Never forget it. I, I know exactly never. the day it started. Weren't you playing bumper pool? I was playing bumper pool, absolutely. And I said to myself, I can't, I can't expect any help from anyone. i got to do this all by myself. And I couldn't sleep for like 50 years. Perfect. That's true. Well, not 50 years, but about 40 years. I've That's a true story, yeah. I've never not been able to sleep. Yeah, well, you got a tough <laughs> life going for you there, don't you, sister? Well, people kept telling me, they're like, once you have kids... <clears throat> Really? Once you have kids, you can't well, sleep. Well, your kids are I'm both like, good sleepers, I, I think. Oh, Sage was not for a long time. Yeah, for a long time he wasn't. And now he's true. a really good sleeper. But, yeah, I'm like, if I have the opportunity, I am out. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> we spent five hours on the bouncy pillows and the corn pit and all the rest of it. About nine seconds after we pull out of the parking lot, yeah. Alex, <laughs> yeah. picture, both of them are like... Yeah, they're both like, right. oh, their heads, their chins are on their yeah, heads. Their chins are oh, all yeah. falling. I have, I have those pictures of my boys, like after sledding. It's hilarious. Or whatever, you get them in the backseat, and it's like from the sledding hill to our house is like 10 minutes. They're just all passed out in their snow pants in the back, just mouth agaped and drooling and everything. I'm just like, oh, yeah, they had a good day. Right. I feel like. <laughs> so I don't think there's anything better than seeing a child that has been uh, worked out like that. That's <laughs> yeah. really tired, I and mean, that's one of the sweet experience. And that's a it great is. experience for them too. Uh, oh like, yeah, they loved it. And like yeah, after the Halloween thing on Sunday, mm-hmm. I bet they'll be your kids out. Oh yeah. Do your kids talk in their sleep? Uh, Fawn will mumble and oh. say some words, but yeah, Sage hasn't. But oh, he's so little. And the know. other night, my my youngest boy, I don't know what he was dreaming about, and. Usually when Dave's out of town, he likes to sleep in bed with me. And I'm like, okay, it's kind of his, him, you know, we cuddle and he goes to sleep. And (laughs) I'm sitting there doing work on my computer. All of a sudden he goes, I suck at bowling. (laughs) I suck at bowling. Very important statement. (laughs) I know. It's like so random. (laughs) Very important. Fawn will talk in her sleep sometimes. When we had a monitor, it was like, what? (laughs) We couldn't really hear anything, but then like if we're on vacation and stuff like that and we're sleeping in bed together, yeah, she'll just kind of say random things. Your mother always promised to record me sleeping, but she never did. She said, I make the weirdest noises when I sleep. You absolutely do. How do you know? You've never seen me sleeping. Yeah, in your chair all the time. I don't make noise there. You fall asleep in your chair all the time, and yeah, you make the weirdest noises. Like what? Well, you made a lot. You had a lot. You made. You made a lot more noises when you were heavier. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you'd like you'd be well, and you would stop breathing for a really long time. Actually, you'd be sleeping. You go. Like a lot of those weird goggly things. And then, yeah, you would like just do that and then be dead silent for like a minute. And we're like, is he dead? <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he had a death rattle? And then after that, you'd be like, death rattle going. <laughs> yeah. A lot of weird. A lot of weird. 
gurgly, odd noises. Oh, it's yeah. just called hard work. That's all that is right there. Shoulder <laughs> to the wheel. That's all that is. Just Sisyphus. Sisyphus yeah. pushing that rock up the hill, baby. <laughs> oh, you know, somebody sent me a word today. Oh, you know what? I think it was Michelle Tafoya sent me a word today. What the hell was it again? She said it was her word of the day. Oh, word damn it. I can't remember word what it was, but it's a good day. word. It's a word I've used in the past, but I haven't used oh. it recently. Uh, and it's just like Sisyphus. No, I can't get Sisyphus out of my damn brain. Mm. It's ah, uh, talk amongst yourself. Is it like? Does she use like a word of the day app or something? Yeah, I think she does. Yeah. I think that might be the word of the day. God, I had the. I can almost oh, remember the word. Do all word of the day is apps it, have the same word. Is it fiduciary? Yeah, not fiduciary. Oh, because fiduciary Melody. responsibility. Fiduciary. That's what I have on this show. Fiduciary banks. That's every the time one I for hear. today from Merriam-Webster. That's the word of the fiduciary. day. Every single fiduciary. time I hear the word fiduciary, I think of the Mary Poppins song. Why? Because when he sings the song about fidelity, fiduciary bank. I didn't even know that. Okay, word of the day, 2019. Is that what we're looking for? Yeah. Words of the day. Uh, this is not a word of the day. See, I hate <laughs> the fact that they change what things mean now. You people have got to back off. You really you do. You people. Well, these current whatever it is. You know what the word of the day today is? Hmm. Under the weather. That's not a word of the day. It's a phrase. It's a phrase of the day. It's a phrase of the day. Oh, this is nice. Under the weather, meaning mildly ill, suffering from a hangover, or drunk. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what it says. What? It says you're, you're under the weather, you're drunk. Man, I no, that means you're drunk. There's no other word for well, it. Wait a minute. Hale and hearty. These are not words of the day. Those are phrases. Okay, now, yeah. Yeah, this goes back a ways. Deleterious, that's a good word. Yeah. Something which causes harm or damage. And there's a picture of every politician in the history of the United States. <laughs> deleterious. My, my favorite one, though, was when Tom was still on uh, social media. And I'm thinking it, about going back to Facebook. You can't, because you can block a lot of people. You can block. I'd never people, go on Twitter, though. They get too mouthy on You can Twitter. block where people can't even message you. So. Oh, can you? Yeah, you have yeah, to set. I'll do it at first and see I've if the pricks don't, you know. You block mom. <laughs> block mom. Um, I don't blame you. But yeah, I had the word of the day, and pusillanimous came up, and I immediately sent it to. I said, See, "People deny that's a word, by the way. They word, will not believe a, me." And it had a definition and everything, so I sent it to you because I think you had just mentioned it the previous day on KQ mm-hmm. of the word pusillanimous, and it happened to pop up in my word of the day app because that's where when, when women get upset that is not where the word calling a guy a pussy came from mm-hmm. a pussy is just short for pusillanimous you're a coward mm-hmm. i just i really wish they wouldn't do oh that's where they got it no it's short for pusillanimous you're a coward mm-hmm. jesus i don't know why they always have to make it worse than it is i don't know you're a woman because people adopt <laughs> no you're a woman part you're a woman part <laughs> yeah we're corn sticks. <laughs> oh, corn We're milk. corn sticks. Thanks so much that's for that. that. That's what that word means. That's the, the, I think I think that's I think that's a Native, that's a Native American. Sticks. That's a Native American <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, connotation. Yeah, we're corn sticks. I think I'm sure. I'm gonna talk to my son-in-law about that. Pusillanimous. Where are the corn sticks? Oh, <laughs> that is nice. just disgusting. <laughs> it's like flypaper. Let's dig out. The hell's the matter with you? Wear corn sticks. (laughs) Now that'll be in my head the rest of the day. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Wear corn sticks. I just want these people to know I'm very upset. Under the weather is not a word of the day. No, it's a phrase of the day. Comedy. Ooh, here's the the word of the day by dictionary.com. That one should be pretty good, I would think. Okay, here we go. Uh, Yeah, this is the word I was sent. This is the word of the day. It's from uh, dictionary.com. Mm-hmm. Solipsism. You know what solipsism is? No, I've never heard of that word. I love it. Because solipsism is reigning wildly all over the world right now. Yeah. Solipsism, extreme preoccupation with and indulgence of one's feelings, desires, ego, uh, egotist, self-absorption. Oh. Solipsism is running rampant in the world right yeah, now. There's is. no doubt about that. So, so bring things full circle. Is that the topic 
of Babbitt by Lewis, yeah. St. Clair Lewis. I think so. Solipsism. Mm. Solipsism. Yeah. That's why when you said Sisyphus, I'm like, God, the word of the day is really it good. Is solipsism. It's solipsism. Great word. Uh, yeah, extreme preoccupation with an indulgence of one's feelings and desires. Yeah, it's all about you. I, I forgot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, all about, it's all about you. I like to take a word of the day and use it as, in a sentence. I know that it's from the movie Clueless, but I think it's a good oh, thing to do. What was the original movie? It was a gangster movie. There was a gangster movie, and the guy went by the word of the day, this thug. So <laughs> he's talking to his buddy. He goes, hey, you know, I got to tell you something. I got this new thing. The newspaper does it. It's the word of the day, and I figure if I'm ever going to get an education that I should use the word of the day. <laughs> and he goes up, he pulls a gun on a guy, and the guy goes, don't shoot me. And the guy goes, well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? That's your prerogative. Oh, okay, big shot. Uh, Isn't that wonderful? Uh, we'll take a break. Be right. God, that 15 minutes shot by like a yeah, two dude. seconds. I know. We'll be back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from client submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. Continue to listen. That is your prerogative. <laughs> I'm back with my word of the day. Cassie's struggling <laughs> with the clock yet again. <laughs> word up. There's Whatever a song for every topic, right? Word up. Absolutely, there is. Solipsism is the word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. In other words, you're an arrogant prick. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty much what solipsism is. Kind of. In any case. I don't know. Uh, Astros are under fire after denying exec taunted female journals. What the hell does that mean? Who, f- female journals? Who's who's journals? I don't even know what the hell that means. I don't know. Okay, journal, well here we go. A journalist. A journo is a journalist. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. The Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals game one of the World Series tonight. But all eyes are on a different story regarding the team. One published Monday by Sports Illustrated accuses a team executive of having an offensive locker room outburst directed at three female reporters. The allegation, while in the locker room after the American League Championship ended in an Astros favor, Assistant General Manager Brandon Taubman turned toward the reporters, one of whom was wearing a purple domestic violence awareness bracelet, and yelled the following six times, Thank God we got Osuna. I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna. Who's Osuna? No, I don't know. Must be the woman, maybe. Oh, no, it's Roberto Osuna. The player Roberto Osuna was traded to the Astros in July 2018 after the Blue Jays unloaded him following his May 8th arrest and assault charges involving the mother of his then three-year-old. The charges were ultimately dropped, but Osuna was suspended by MLB for 75 games for violating the league's domestic violence policy. His suspension ended in August 2018. He ended his season as the MLB's number two closer, but on Saturday he wasn't such a hot closer. He let a two-run homer slip through to tie the game at 4-4 to in the top of the ninth. Astro Jose Altuve's 
Uh, subsequent two-run homer was the game saver. So it doesn't really say why they were up. So so he hollered out, thank God we got Osuna. I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna. Why why is that a problem? Yeah, what's, yeah they were thankful he got they had got a great pitcher. You know, maybe he has changed, you know. He's, he's, he's done his punishment for what he yeah. had done. Well, see, done. That's, that's the whole deal. He was punished for it, as he should have been. And if he's, if he's still uh, you know, a tough guy like that, well, then no, then they, they can be upset. But if he has no sign of any issues or problems, okay. You pay the price. Uh, maybe he Don't made a mistake. That. Maybe he was nuts. Maybe he had a close yeah. head injury. Maybe yeah, there's maybe. a thousand reasons why that happened. Maybe. You know, and he is trying to maybe sort his head out. Yeah, maybe. Writer Stephanie Epstein uh, saw a clear motive in Taubman's statement. By baseball references calculations and any intelligent observer's assessment, Osuna was uh, the least available Astro that night, uh, the least valuable Astro that night. So why would Taubman choose that moment to taunt the demographic? It's not hard to figure out. Why would you taunt the demographic? And what's with this purple thing? I have I someone had a it. purple bracelet. And I don't know what that yeah, means. Who cares? I have no idea what a purple bracelet would mean. The Houston Chronicle previously reported the trade was contentious from the moment it was announced. The team's formal announcement didn't go well. A statement attributed to the general manager extolled the club's zero tolerance policy on abuse of any kind, ostensibly contradictory to the deal. Uh, general manager Jeff Lunau. Uh, had just executed, pressed on semantics during a conference call shortly afterward. Lou Lou now hedged the claim. The policy, he said, did not take effect until a player became an Astro and did not apply to any alleged allegations while with another team. But once again, Ralph just pointed out, if you paid the penalty for it, you paid the price for it, you get a fresh start. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have done it. He paid the price. Don't do it again or you're done. Yeah. And I don't get this thinking now. What is the thing about you? You can never be forgiven. Well, and that's and that's exactly right. At some point, you know, everybody in their life has done something everybody. terribly offensive, Everyone. terribly wrong. You know, maybe not illegal, but you know, right. it, it can right. be construed as a problem. And at some point, you grow up. You don't do that anymore. You say, "Oh, that wasn't the right thing to do." Right. And I shouldn't say that. That's oh, I can see. Yeah, and I see the point of that. But so you grow up. You mature. You get beyond that. But, oh, no, you know, whatever you do, if you've had one little problem, you can't do it. Just, that's what's going on with uh, sterilizing the names in America. Yes. You know, oh, yes. Washington was a slave o- o- owner. Oh, can't have anything named Washington. Oh, so Jefferson was everybody was else in the sla- world slave owner. Then, oh, we can't have any of that. You know, but it was, so it was everybody else in the world. I mean, yes, ah. they were. But we don't want to talk about that. The only talk about slave, slavery in America, and it was it's still prevalent in most of the world. Yep. I just, I don't, look, it's wrong. We know it's wrong. It should have never happened, but it did. But if you think only white men were involved in that, you are a dimwit. Because I'm sorry, the Arabs were involved in it. The Africans were involved in it. The Spanish were involved in it. Uh, you want me to keep going? Because they were all involved in the slave trade. It was a worldwide, it was a world commerce that was, was going on. I mean, absolutely they could was. have been shipping uh, shipping pineapples. From, I mean, it was the it's just a horrific, it is. awful thing, but it was a worldwide, not cons- yes. I wouldn't, and I say conspiracy, but it was a worldwide business pr- business product, and it was a horrible thing. I mean, and, and to this day, it's still around because you yeah. have you have uh, women that are forced into uh, sexual slavery still in America. This, I had a patient that, 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 that happened to. Absolutely mm-hmm. true. It, it, so let's, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's the worst thing in the world, and we still can't get rid of it. No, I know. No, you're absolutely right. But but that whole thing about this this white man thing is just so ridiculous now. Like daddy didn't hug you enough, so you know everybody's got to burn to the ground. Is that the plan? Yeah. Calm yeah. down, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But a purple bracelet. Yeah, her purple bracelet. What, what was it all about? The purple bracelet was about what again? That was uh, a physical abuse or abuse against women. I abuse think that's against what women. Yeah. To represent. Well, and, that's what it was. And, and domestic she, violence. And that's good. Oh, it was domestic violence. That yeah. she's wearing that but i just don't know what that means i mean she could have 10 but she could have a pink one on she could have the purple one an orange one on she could have a red one on she could have a you know the, the, all these i don't know what the, the i don't know what the mean you yeah. know I, and i and i'm not obliged to know what all your signals are mm-hmm. or i mean or should i go oh what, is your, what do you got on here today oh why are you wearing lavender oh i can't say anything oh are you wearing lavender because you're lesbian well, I can't say that because maybe you just wear lavender because you like to wear lavender. You look good in lavender. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> the, only you know bit, I, 
the only distinctive color that you remember what a cause is for is pink, which is breast cancer. Right, right. But I know like so or many black, other which is death awarenesses or of green, that. which is St. Patty's Day. <laughs> well, there could be like pur- you know, purple is also Crohn's awareness color. Oh, is so it? If I have oh, pur- no. I have purple on. Could it mean domestic violence, or could it mean I'm supporting Crohn's awareness? Or could it mean so it's go Vikings? Exactly, school Vikings. So it's like what you know. People adopt these colors for these awarenesses, and there could be multiple reasons for that one color. I love the fact that I have 100 percent proof that I have never abused Catherine. You know what my proof is? You're, you're still, still here. here. I'm still <laughs> breathing, yeah. baby. You're, st- you're still, yeah. And the re- no, I'm still breathing. And I have proof as well because I'm here and I still have my genital. That's exactly <laughs> right. I still got yeah. my package. So I've, been, I've been told that's I the first thing behave. to go. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable. This whole world is falling apart. So the guy yells, thank God we got effing a... Uh, Whoever Osuno or whatever the hell his name is, I, I, I just, why do you want to taunt people like that? I don't really understand. They want to stir the pot. I guess, but why do you want to stir the pot? Your job is to run a baseball team, so My, shut up. I've, it's the best saying ever. If you want to stir the pot, go ahead, but you're licking the spoon. Okay, there you go. See. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Right. I don't know that means, but you know. Foul. Oh, oh, after that corn oh, thing, I'm <laughs> very uncomfortable here. Well, whoa, God, whoa! Pastor stirring the shit. You know, yeah. you're gonna oh, lick the man. spoon if you're lick, gonna do oh, that. Man. You're gonna. I suppose that's true. Call karma. I suppose that is true, ladies and gentlemen. What is this? Japan pardons 550,000 people as emperor takes the throne. They got a new emperor in Japan? I didn't know they still had emperors. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, yeah, they still do the emperor. The, he, do the they? last one abdicated because oh, he, he didn't want to do it anymore. And I think it's his son. Or, I don't know. Oh, is that who it is I now? I think so. But is it kind of more of like a figurehead like the monarchy is of England now? They not really don't have that much power? Oh, they, they just have a social or spiritual i think they have a spiritual connection i think i'm not certain i'm not certain about yeah i don't know bad news for jimmy carter i'm really happy not happy to see this because even though he was not the great president he seems like such a nice man doesn't he relative of mine he's done a lot that's right he's your relative great work he fell again oh no he's in the hospital as a matter of fact uh, he a new fall. I, I don't know if he broke anything this time around, but he he looks really bad. Yeah, he's he's up there in age. Ninety five. Yeah. Ninety five years old. Former U.S. President Jimmy Carter had a fractured has a fractured pelvis, but remains in good Ooh. spirits following his second fall in just over two weeks. The 39th president has been hospitalized over a fall at his home in Plains, Georgia. Carter Center spokeswoman Deanne Congilio. Congelio. It's kind of odd for South Carolina and Georgia and that like, area. To congeal is not a good congelio. thing. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Hey, Congelio, yeah. how you doing? Great Cornholio and Congelio. Cornholio and Congelio. They're twins. <laughs> they described the fracture as minor. Her statement said the 95-year-old is in good spirits at Phoebe Sumter Medical Center. is looking forward to recovering at home. But I've always gotten the opinion. I've never talked to Jimmy Carter, never met Jimmy Carter, but he just seems like such a nice man. Yeah, I have longevity on that side of my family. My I grandma, imagine, yeah. the Carters, they, like my grandma, she's 92 and she lives on her own. She's just chugging away and she doesn't drive anymore, but yeah. Catherine and I were talking to a friend, Katie, last night. Her mother is 96 years old and drives everywhere. <laughs> yeah. My She's mother did 96. Too. My Your mother, mother did, did too. too. Yeah. Oh, at 96. What? At 96. Oh, she yeah, hasn't it, driven in a year. No, 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 no. Katie's. Oh, Katie's Katie, mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 96, yeah. and she drives everywhere she goes. And if I, if I, when I get my chance, I can't wait to give up that driver's license, man. I can't wait you to get want rid a, of it. Do you want an auto car? Ugh. No, I will. Yeah, that's Driver, exactly The driverless car. car. It's been five years since my last pr- my prediction that they'd be here, and they're not here, and I'm. Terribly distraught. Way to that. go. You've blown it again. <laughs> blown it again. Way to go, Ralph. It's uh, your once, fault. Once we get the auto cars, no more street signs. Yeah. It's all mapped. No you don't need it. Unless you're walking, but along the freeway, there'll be no signs. Oh. I imagine that's probably true. God, we were on our way home from dinner last night going up north on Highway 100. It's like five fire engines and a car caught on fire or something. Oh, that's the traffic point. was backed up for miles. Oh, I know. oh a car fire is the best thing in the world. They have it all oh, the time. Best thing in the world. Best thing in the world. The car fire. The aftermath of a good car fire, you drive past, and the, and the car is 
it, the the wheels are melted and they're sunken into the oh, asphalt. Yeah. They just melt oh, the yeah. asphalt. You can just see the they frame are, of the of the seat. God. There's no. Oh, fabric not even, no, not even that. It's <laughs> gone. It is. They have to pry it, peel it off the asphalt. <laughs> it's just gone. And then there's then inevitably there's a, a wildfire that starts. You get a car yeah. fire, then a wildfire because the sparks and stuff flies. Terrifying though. You're in a car and all of a sudden it starts on fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just about happened to me. I was I was oh. driving home. I had, I had this. Uh, Volkswagen, Volkswagen Beetle, one of the newer ones, and I, was dry, and I took it in. They said, "Oh, so everything's fine," it was, but it was missing on a cylinder. I said, "Everything's fine. Just don't keep it. It's fine. There's no problem at all." And I said, "I don't know about this. We're putting a lot of fuel into that uh, into that catalytic converter." And I stopped. I came into the airport, started driving home. It's at night. And the, the the floor starts to smoke because the carpet was getting so hot. Oh, no. So I pulled off, pulled into a, in a gas station away from the pumps, got out, grabbed my bag. As I was walking away, I could see the, the catalytic converter underneath glowing red, oh. reflecting off the asphalt. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Whoa. Man. Man, that, oh. I said, nah, done. That's by the gas tank, too. No, no. Oh, oh yeah, what? I, I, I got away. I said, I, I was only hoping and praying anything would go up. I go, Car fire's the best thing in the world. Well, now it's when you're in it. Was. Show me how I was out of it. I was out. My stuff was out. I said, let's go. Car fire. Ooh. What the hell is wrong with you? God. Are you a pyro? No, I just car fires. <laughs> and Are and you so, a pyro? And they just look when they're when you come upon one when it's when it's oh it is it looks so violent. Uh, I mean they're, they're un, just a great spectacle. We can close today's show with uh, a little advice. I do believe we should emulate the Canadians, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, well this show and the morning show I do we talk a lot about we all get along except for the five percent on the far left and the five percent on the far right they can't get along with anybody. They both whether it's for political reasons or religious reasons. Uh, want to punish people for the rest of their lives, like, you know, yeah. we are talking about just now. Well, even though he wore blackface innumerable times, Barack Obama endorsed Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau was reelected yesterday. So apparently Canadians can forgive someone for doing stupid things when they were young. Mm -hmm. Can we get to that point in America again? Can we actually forgive people in America again? Or is that never going to happen again? I don't again? think so. Not with social media. Never again. It's just terrible. Look, Justin Trudeau, I don't know about his politics and all the rest of it. He wore blackface. I never did wear blackface. I never saw the upside. First of all, it's too much work. Yeah. Sorry, it's a lot of work doing that, man. But he did it. I think the last time he did it, he was a student teacher. He was a teacher or something. And he, and he appeared in a play. And he, he went as Aladdin. And he wanted to be, uh, he put on blackface. And I guess he did it a few other times. I highly doubt that his blackface ever harmed one black person in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't see how it did. Should he have done it? No. But apparently Canadians can forgive and reelected this man. I hope we can get to that point where the Canadians already are, where America can once again be a forgiving and loving country instead of a bunch of vicious jerks that we are now. Mm -hmm. And by we, I mean that 5% on the left and the 5% on the right. And let me just say this in closing. The 5% on the right is religious. I believe the 5% on the left is religious, too. They have gotten... Politics has become a religion to those yeah. people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a God in everything for those people. It's all politics now. Yep. So... Amen. Learn to forgive and accept and, and try not to bury people. It's not a good... It's not a good sight. It's not pretty. We'll talk to you later with the family. <laughs>